Are you tired of hearing the same 100 songs over and over and over and over again? Then check out DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. We have tons of shows and even more kick-ass music. Hear the newest episodes of Organic Poison with Shane O. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Thursdays at 9 p.m. He's live with trending news and banging music on toxic tunes and trends. For more shows and info, head on to DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. Deviant Behavior Radio, Mississippi's best X-rated radio station. Anyway, as you were saying just now. Oh, no, do it. I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, wonderful. Uh, I've scratched in- intros like almost all together. It's pretty much like I like to hell with it. You know what? what why you're here? Hundred episodes in. By now, you've heard of the show. In hundred and one episodes now, so I pretty much one baby. I've I've scratched. I've totally just said to hell with intros. I'm. And I'll probably spend fifty episodes talking about how. Oh man, we don't do intros no more. <laughs> so by the time we get to two hundred, I'll probably be back to doing intros again. But uh, yeah, Adam, what's up, yes. bro? Thank you for what's being up, here. Thank you for being here tonight, recording this with me. It is a great feeling. It's my honor. It's uh, it is an honor to be on the hundred first. Yes, it, it, I mean you know the hundredth episode was great. It was received well. Uh, yeah, it was good. I've had uh, a lot of people from back home have. Uh, been like, yeah, man, it's awesome, you know. And also, to be honest, I think I've said it already, but it was nice to get Josh or J Rad. His name is Josh, but he goes by J Rad. That's his uh, his moniker. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's an he's an awesome dude. We used to make music together, but we've also been friends for a long time as well. Just like, ironically enough, a lot of the people that I either make music with or do podcasts with or something of that caliber, people that I have you know known for a long time actually you probably would be like the person i've known the least amount of time that i frequently uh work with so but with that being said you are the uh mastermind the brain the uh, arbiter of all things dv behavior radio yeah the overworked and underpaid dv behavior radio (laughs) (laughs) i think i think it's that way though when you have a, a business of your own you're just kind of like there's no such thing as an off day. I mean, people say that all the time, but I actually, you know, I realize that now there's, there's not an off day. Um, yeah. Even if I went on vacation, I would probably still have to do some shit, which I don't mind though, because I like it. So, yeah, I, uh, it, it's interesting enough for me too. Like, okay, so, you know, do all these different things throughout the week or, or throughout the week or whatever. And I have yeah. usually I have my nights planned out. And it's like, even if I, even if I did like take the night off for one of them, it's like, there's still that other one, like that's looming coming later on in the week. And it's like, uh, 
you know, I've talked about, I definitely talked about it on the podcast before, but sometimes I just have those times where I'm like, oh, man, I really just want to say, fuck it. <laughs> I want to yeah. say, fuck it. And be like, I am, I'm just not doing this shit tonight. And I have done it before, but a lot of times I just go, you know what? No, I'm sticking with the program. I set out for on a goal to, you know, do something and, you know, and so, and here it goes, you know, like a, a, as far as just being active and stay, trying to stay consistent. I mean, I, I will say that I was taking my time getting to episode 100 from mm-hmm. 95 to 100, but yeah. I really just wanted to be able to kind of stack some of the episodes before it gets into. So when people come in and listen, if they start at episode 100 and go backwards from yeah. there or something like that, I wanted to have it a good, you know, ratio, but That's a good idea. A uh, long list. If this is your first episode, you should definitely go back and listen to all 100 other episodes prior to this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So then you have you have an, an alias. Is your your alias? Is it just like on the radio, or is do you use this as something? Uh, what is your uh, your online? Uh, what is your show name? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's Clark Wayne, and there is an interesting story behind that. Uh, well, you know, most DJs don't use the real names either or newscasters either they just kind of go by and you know um yeah like you said a moniker but um sure it makes sense i came up with a specific name though because years ago like i'm talking like 15 years ago i pause hold on a second okay sorry yeah Mm -hmm. uh, 15 years ago i had my name my actual name on facebook and uh I started to get a couple of stalkers, not because I'm famous or anything, but there was some crazy people in my life. And uh, so I had to like change my name. So I said, well, you know what? I'll put it as Clark, Peter Parker, Wayne, you know, like Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, you know, just throw it on there. Right. So I had that for like 15 years and not, not until like maybe two years ago is when I changed it back to my actual name. Ah, okay. But yeah, the Clark Wayne just kind of stuck. I I mean, it's like a built in. I mean, yeah. you know, for for me, mine's kind of lame though. It just sounds lame, especially in these times. But with Shano, it's like it's like I was gonna ask, where'd you come up with that? It was my MySpace name. Uh, like it was just Shano, and the O was the O with the line in the middle. Yeah, because of the band Underoath. Gotcha. And it was just a thing at the time. Like I was just this is Shano. That's it. That's I mean, I'm somebody probably called me that at a show one time, and I just took <clears> it, <throat> took it and ran. But it stuck around for so long that yeah. when I first started making rap music, we were like, "Okay, well, what's your rap name going to be?" And I was like, "I'll just do Shano." And I was like, "And we'll just, you know, I I, I was 15, so I was like, yeah. if it turns into anything, who cares? I wasn't even thinking about that." And it's just stuck, and I stayed with it. And dude, there's so many different times where I'm like, "Man, I really wish I would have just like." renamed myself you know at some point in an earlier time i mean you could do it i mean uh was it um shoot oh i'm bad at names it was that guy not two chains but it was um two chains was the uh it's the guy that does the auto tune right no you're uh i don't think it's somebody else uh i don't know they could be kid cuddy or you said does the auto tune yeah, two chains. That's not two chains, is it? Uh, listen, I don't. I'm not sure about the auto tune thing. He doesn't do much auto tune, no. But I was gonna say that two chains' name used to be Titty Boy. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, I look, okay. I look at the medicine. Yeah, two chains. Like you could change your name. I mean, 
Yeah. People will still call you the old name, but then you don't, you just, uh, everybody knew that sees you. T Pain did auto tunes. I knew you were yeah. thinking. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking of two chains, but I, I yeah, I couldn't think. They're both, from, they're both from Atlanta and they've both been around for a while. So, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because um, two chains was like, had been putting out albums for like 10 years before he got popular, yeah. right? Yeah, it was crazy later, you know, I guess whenever he first started popping back up again as 2 Chains, you know, he had a couple of big songs. Uh, I'm going to start a riot. I'm going to start a riot. Yeah. <laughs> he had another, I'm riding around. I'm getting I'm riding around. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But uh, he, I like his stuff. When he first started, yeah, he's got, I mean, he he's had a long run since that stuff came out. That's 10 yeah. years ago. But he was in player circle, and my ringtone on my old flip phone used to be, <laughs> if I don't do nothing, I'm a ball. I'm counting all day. like." The, but it was it was that because of Lil Wayne. But okay, yeah. Titty Boy and some other guy were both on that song as well. And he was, this was, and it was called Player Circle featuring Lil Wayne, Duffel Bag yeah. Boy, and, uh, or something like that. And, and later on in life, I found out, I was like, damn, how long has this dude been? Because that song came out way before, you know, Two Chains was Two Chains. So I was like, holy shit. And then now it's pretty crazy, actually, now just thinking about it, how long Two Chains has been relevant since then, even. Yeah. He's been out for a minute. I watched some uh, some show that came on Netflix or something like that about, um, it was about rappers, but he was in one of the episodes and it kind of like talked about that time where he like broke his leg right when he was about to go on tour. Yeah. And they were like trying to figure out how this is going to work, but they figured it out. But uh, yeah, it was that kind of time frame. Yeah, that's Ooh. tight. He, yeah. uh, they showed, I saw a video of him like performing in a uh, wheelchair. Yep. <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, hey, gotta make that money. You know, most artists uh, these days make money make their money from touring i'm not mistaken i don't doubt that at all and depending on what kind of deal they got they probably make a lot of money off of clothes oh yeah yeah side you gotta have a side deal i mean you can't just i was watching i watch a lot of documentaries but i was watching another one the other day and they were talking about like you know you can't just be a musician these days you have to have all these little side hustles so you can like come up quicker you know, right exactly money up because you can have a hit album but the next album put out could be dog shit yeah exactly and so you're you gonna you're money. gonna spend a portion a third of whatever you made off of that last album on making the new one <laughs> yeah i don't know i think that shit's crazy though whenever you get into thinking about how much money it must cost to be like like when people you, somebody tells you that they're about to spend like eight hundred thousand dollars or a one point two million dollars budget on your uh like your album like I think to myself, I'm like, bro, if you gave me five grand, I'm going to make a sick ass album. Like that's yeah. what I think to myself. I can't even. I don't even know how I would spend five grand. Well, they want you to like get all these features to come in and maybe so the song if you're new, so the song will kind of like blow up. But right, and those cost a lot. But yeah, I don't that, think the producers, I guess. I think about how much of that stuff goes to marketing too. Yeah, a lot. Probably like, half of it at least. I know, got to be, dude. Because when you hear about some of these songs, listen, I will tell you something that's pretty interesting though, and I want to point it out. There's this guy, he is a uh he is he's an internet, you know, pundit or whatever. You know, his name's Tim Poole. Uh I've talked about it on my show a little bit, but he's he's a he's a strange guy, but he has a uh an interesting political point of view. But he does this uh 
show every night called Tim Cast IRL. Well, him yeah. and a couple of the guys that work for his, they have a compound just like all these other like YouTuber groups and stuff like that. Yeah. That you know they they usually live in like L.A. or high rises and fucking you know Brooklyn or some shit like that. But yeah. these guys live out in the middle of nowhere uh because they got away from the big cities if you will doesn't yeah. matter kind of irrelevant they got a studio set up in their little where you know castle they bought out in like west virginia and they uh they put out this song which these they're they're all good musicians whoever it is that they had playing and stuff actually the drummer of the offspring um, uh he is like teamed up with them more or less and has like wrote and recorded some drums and stuff for them cool. because he got kicked out of the offspring for not getting vaccinated. So like, it's one of those things. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things. So it's like, I'm, well. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the only reason that they became you know cool with each other initially, but it yeah. seems like they might have like a, you know, they're that's, they're not basing their entire friendship off of that. I don't, I don't know. I don't care. My whole point yeah. was, to get to they released this song no label no nothing like that and they said that they allegedly they you know they didn't spend very much money on promotion or anything like that they sold like actually had people go and buy like on itunes or wherever you can buy music and it counts and they like they sold like fifty thousand or something like that and they were the number one most yeah. sold shit like out there like paid oh, for crap but now it's like an alternative rock, like 90 yeah. something. Like it's not even a political song. Like the song's not political at all. Like, and it's, and the song is honestly, it's cool. They made a music video for it. It's personally kind of boring to me, just yeah. me personally, but uh, you could see where somebody might would like it. It's just a normal ass alternative rock song or alternative, alternative song. And these bastards got to the top of this list on like itunes and like i guess on billboard or something like that yeah and like they got on billboard charts so i'm thinking to myself yeah. like how is it that like all this other music that exists it's like they're not these other people aren't even selling fifty thousand units in a week like you're not selling any like you're not selling fifty thousand singles like nobody is buying fifty thousand of one of your songs and this is Tim pool. I'm talking about like, this guy is like a flea on the dick of like a uh, Metallica, a right. flea on the dick of an Eminem or flea yeah. on the dick of Jay-Z or Beyonce, sure. Megan, this down, whoever. So to me, I think, and this is, a, I guess a little bit off topic, but I'm just saying like, if you could just market to tell people, Hey, go buy the song, just pay a dollar. I mean, you'd have yeah. to have like people to clearly give a fuck. Yeah. But like I would, be, I would almost want to base my entire marketing campaign on just telling people, "Hey, please, I need you to spend less than a dollar, sixty nine cents on my single." Like it sounds kind of uh, like like uh, digression, like you're going backwards because yeah. that's like what you used to do. But if you think about if you think about how many streams it takes for it to count as a uh, as like a buy or whatever, yeah. like an actual purchase. Man, Amazon's got that got that crap sold up. Like, I I think they released some kind of list, and um, I think maybe Apple was the one that paid the artist the least. And Title was like number one; they paid the artist the most. I did I did know that Title paid the most because I, I remember looking at the thing before, like it popped up on Instagram or something like that. Yeah, and I was just like, oh shit! Of course, Title pays the most. Like Jay Z be preaching that shit, so. 
Yeah, I can't remember who it was released, but I want to say it was iTunes. I could be wrong, though. I seriously would not doubt that at all. With the streaming, man, it's so crazy. Because what's weird to me is, like, you can pay people to put you on a playlist. Yeah. I mean, you got to – the music game these days is, like, crazy. You got to extra hustle, you know. Before, you could just hustle and you could do some good. You could get your stuff out there. But now, like, man, you got to – you can't hand out – uh, or sell five dollar CDs at the gas station anymore. I mean, you gotta like be on Spotify or Bandcamp or something. See, I'm thinking about starting to go the Bandcamp route. Bandcamp uh, pays artists pretty well. I think they keep most of that money. I like Bandcamp; it's pretty cool. Yeah, like that's my that's my thing. Like, I want to get to where I can just start telling people to buy my shit again. But the thing that sucks so much about that, though, is like you have to own everything you're selling. Otherwise, yeah. like one, if anybody ever called you out for like selling some shit, like I didn't make the beat, you know, or like some shit like that, then you're going to feel like such a bitch. It's not like you have to worry about somebody suing you, but especially if you're making rap music, because you use yeah. anything to just rip a beat off the Internet to use for whatever. And it never matters unless you're spending money on it or unless yeah. you're like selling it to people, because even people are like, man, it's fucked up. You're stealing from the producers and stuff like that. And to be fair, that is fair. Well, I mean, so I'm working on a project right now, a rap project, and I'm going to be putting out like a five song little thing. But um, but I do use a couple of beats from YouTube, but. My whole intention is if I ever make any money off of it, like there's going to be money going back to whoever made that. Right. Right. See, and my thing is, is like, I just wish that I could force myself to like have, and I've said this for years long before I was too busy to do it, but like, I wish I had the, the ability to just want to sit down and make music. Like I say ability. I used to make music. I have the ability to make it, but just have it to be like, when it comes to like rap beats and stuff like that, but not just beats. Like I want to make like actual full songs that I could rap and sing and like yeah. produce my own music. Like not just like find a beat that loops. Yeah. And Obviously I'd love doing that shit too. I'm just saying like, it would be so cool to be able to just have the patience to sit down and learn how to do that kind of stuff correctly. But I commend anybody who makes beats like, it's hard, man. Like I, I mean, I've been kind of working on that too because I'd like to make mold beats, but I just don't think I'm that good at it. Like yeah. it's just easier. Well, it moves things along faster when you can just grab a beat from somewhere and just say something over it versus having to like do the beat yourself, make sure it sounds cool, and then and then rap and then master it down and all that shit. Yeah, and it's like for me, I can get it as simple as uh, like. I'll record something and then I'll put it in a, like a third like thing to get a basic little idea of a mix, what I would like to have for it to have. Yeah. And like, unless I just send the waves or the stems to somebody to mix it for me, then like it's never going to sound top tier or that great. But the thing the is, thing is, is I, I'm in the position to where I can record and send this stuff to somebody and it sounds yeah. g- good quality, especially if yeah. they know what they're doing. Yeah. It's like, but that, you know, costs money and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like that kind of stuff gets expensive after a while. You think about putting out, okay, you know what? I'm going to do uh, an album or 10 songs or an EP, five yeah. songs even. It's like, well, okay, you're probably going to end up having to pay that to put those five songs out. It's probably going to cost you if you pay somebody to mix it and you want to get it mixed good. Let's just say on the low, $40 a song. Yeah. 
like, and you know, I'm sure there are more competitive things out there. I'm thinking on the lines of like trying to, you know, fuck with people that I know or whatever. And like <laughs> the people that I know want to charge shit like that. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's just say $40 light. Uh, and then it's like, so $40 a piece for five songs or 10 songs. And then you got to pay to get artwork. And then you got to pay, well, you don't yeah. have to pay to get artwork. You could do it yourself, but you know, every time you look at it that you're like, mm, I probably should have just got someone else to do it. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> yeah. I, I kind of like the little chicken with the, the loop picture. I mean, that should be on your next uh, single. Dude. I, I want to get that as a tattoo actually. That'd be pretty cool. I like it. Do you know what that's from? Nah. That is from the animated Robin Hood. That's right. Yeah. That is from, yeah, I remember right now. One of my favorite movies of all time. Hands down, without a shadow of a doubt. Oodle I mean, yeah, that was back in the days when we were like, uh, nah, I'm not going to go there, never mind. I'll just say, <laughs> Maid Marianne was looking uh, for a fox. She was looking hey, pretty attractive. Hey, and, <laughs> and they, they wonder why so many of us, why so many of the girls our age have like, uh, the butt plugs with the uh oh yeah the tails yeah, yeah. <laughs> the shit that i feel like i made fun of like when i first saw it and then i'm kind of like you know i mean it's cool <laughs> it's whatever <laughs> and some and some probably became furries so. <laughs> that, yeah that's what, I, that's what i'll say like you imagine there's probably so many people who uh like especially the dudes they probably harken back to uh old maid marion yeah and also uh jessica rabbit i mean yeah. They knew what the hell they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. They're poisoning they're our Disney. brains. <laughs> I think that was Disney. So Disney. Uh Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Uh, pro- I don't I was about to say probably. I'm not sure. Okay, yeah. I, I could be yeah. quit being a lazy piece of shit and look it up, but Yeah, that, that sounds like something they do. That sounds like something they would do in the deny, kind of like uh you ever seen the animated movie Song of the South? Song of the South. Was it about the rabbits? Yeah, that was a bear rabbit, and yeah. um, uh, I can't remember the rest of the characters, but there was some kind of bear, and he would sing. It wasn't blue, I don't think, but uh, yeah, they they uh, pretty much disown that. They're pretty much like, what uh, what movie? We don't know what you're talking about. But uh, I used my grandparents had a record of it uh, back in the day, and they would let me listen to it. And looking back on some of those songs, man, like I, I can kind of understand why Disney kind of wants to divorce themselves from that movie. <laughs> see and it makes it see that makes me curious i i don't even uh i want to say that i heard somebody talking about this movie being like jacked up well, like, it is like all right so i went to a gun show like 15 years ago here in jackson shit. and uh they were selling pirated copies of it for like five bucks and I, I kicked myself that i did not buy one of those because you can't find it online was it like on some racist shit or like what it was racist leaning uh they they kept talking about a tar baby Oh, which uh, which is a, a um, slur, and yeah. there was all kind of other crap in there. It was it was kind of bad, man. It was bad. How old is this movie? I mean, I want to say like 60s, 70s, 50s. I'm not sure. Let me look real quick. Hold on. Let me get my phone out because I am kind of curious myself. Golly, it's called but, the, uh, the Song yeah, of like, the South. Yeah, they're like. Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, we never made a movie like that. Let's see. Oh, 46. Came out in 46. Oh, that, that makes more sense. Yeah. That's crazy. There was uh, an Uncle Remus. Yeah. And um, based in the American South. 
And that's all I'm going to say about it because <laughs> it was bad. But I mean, as a kid, you didn't know it was bad. I mean, you just thought it was, you know, cool songs and stuff like that. Yo, is, so is that where Splash Mountain came from? I don't know. Um, I'll do some research, but it says it says there's there's a song on there called Splash Mountain. Oh, probably then. Probably. Oh my gosh. I, I think that like some years back, okay, right here, the second most searched thing, Splash Mountain, racist. Okay, so Splash Mountain came from that movie. And then in 2020, they okay. While Splash Mountain is considered a beloved classic, its history and storyline are steeped in extremely problematic and stereotypical. Yeah. Okay. That's a word for it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> problematic. Okay, yeah, it's, it's been yeah. it's been okay. Here we go. Disney Splash Mountain will become Tiana's Bayou. Oh wow, of course, Tiana's Bayou oh, adventure. Yeah. After the attraction is rethemed, the attraction is scheduled to open in the Florida and California parks in late 2024. The name was unveiled last week during Essence Fest in New Orleans. This was in July. So See, it just amazes me, like how much shit racist shit is still around like <laughs> yeah. so you know like last week i don't know if you heard this or not but oregon has a mountain range it's called swastika mountain oh wow and they're just now uh thinking about changing it i'm like just now like <laughs> you know, not 10 years ago 20 years ago i wonder it makes me wonder if the when was it named that because I, I, I don't know how true this is, but I heard that like the swastika prior to being a symbol of of what we know of it as, they said that it was like a, something like monks or something used. Yeah, it's, it's a variation of it, but I don't, I don't know if they call it a swastika. I mean, that might, I don't know. Uh, now, that's what I was going to say, though, because if swastika mountain was named after it became a symbol of of obviously something far different than something a monk would use, then then that definitely means it's incredibly fucked up. Now, mind you, I would encourage them and would have definitely encouraged them at an earlier date to change it just because of the implications of what happened later on. It's not to yeah. me, it's not a serious enough. It's, to, it's the same reason why I was throwing a fit about the flag. Like yeah. some things I'm not going to lie. I just think we should just go ahead and erase, <laughs> you know, or yeah. move it, consolidate it and put it into a warehouse somewhere where people can go and look at it and be like, damn, mm-hmm. that shit was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Or that was like, crazy. This racist shit that we yeah. saw. <laughs> Here it is. We'll look at it. So in my head, that's kind of, you know, I think about that, but. They should Swastika. change the name of that like in 1946 or something. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Swastika mountain sounds crazy. Yeah. And see, it makes it makes me curious. What's going on on Swastika Mountain? Do you think? Do you think like on every third full moon of the year, like the uh, Nazis go out there and just set each other on fire? That's probably where they hold those uh, Bilderberg meetings. Oh you know, for the God. Uh, the the elite presidents, and you know, yeah, undoubtedly, uh, undoubtedly, they've got some black people in uh, the Bilderberg group now. Like, I imagine they couldn't pull Damn, okay, so this is a long-overlooked Oregon Swastika Mountain. That is crazy. Yeah, it's, I read that. I was like, what the fuck? Like, you're just now taking this shit? Okay, here we go. This has an explanation for literally what I was just talking about. 
Uh, I couldn't believe it when I was reading. Uh, well, I'm not going to be able to find it because it's an article. Okay, there we go. The meaning behind the swastika changed once it became associated with the Nazis. In the late 19th century, German archaeologist Henrich Schmerzmer mm-hmm. discovered the symbol at the site of ancient Troy, and he hypothesized that it was a significant religious symbol of our remote ancestors. Jesus Christ. And then okay. they turned it around. Oh, because it was facing one way, and then they got to like face it their own way, I believe. Let's see. Racist racist groups then begin interpreting the swastika as a symbol of Aryan identity, and the Nazi Party of- officially adopted it as its symbol in 1920. It is still used by today's white supremacists. Okay, here we go. Even though Swastika Mountain has no connection to Nazism or white supremacy, officials believed believe a change is long overdue. McLean originally suggested the name Yuponkok Mountain after the native well, wow, I feel disrespectful. After the Native American tribe that first lived there, David Lewis, a tribal historian, suggested reaming it Mount Halo. That goes hard with uh, Chief Halloton, leader of the Yon Kala Calip- Yep. This is beyond my pay grade, but <laughs> nonetheless, I guess they're saying that it actually didn't have anything to do with that originally. Like yeah. when it was originated, it wasn't named after the uh, the Nazi swastika, <laughs> but, but they're like, hey, look, this name still – it should still be changed. <laughs> I mean because in reality, you think it gets far enough – into the future they'd be like oh yeah we know that that's symbol but we don't know history enough to not know that. like people might come up with conspiracy theories 150 years from now and they're yeah. like this is where they used to you know this is where hitler came back every 10 years <laughs> you know or some shit like that <laughs> shit man yeah I, I, I just 150 years from now if this planet is still standing yeah those archaeologists are gonna have a field day i guess i mean i guess They'll have a better knowledge of it because there's so much video, and I mean, there's way more video, and they're probably gonna look at our old videos and be like, "What the fuck was wrong with these people?" I think that that's gonna happen a lot. I think that I, I think that that will happen a lot in our uh, future. Crazy people. Uh, they're gonna think that we're nutcases, just like we think that people were nutcases back in the day. Yeah, they always think back to like when you hear this is a you know probably a overplayed example but like the uh witch trials and shit like mm-hmm. that like i just think to myself i'm like man like th- these people thought about something that just didn't even exist like this is like completely nothing and you know what it concerns me too though i'm like well maybe what if it did <laughs> you know <laughs> like what if like it really was like these people were actually like casting magic spells on people and like really pulling that shit off like stevie nicks times 10 yeah I read something crazy about that on Reddit, so I don't know how true it is, but um, they were talking about how the people that were accused of being a witch, if they admitted it, they didn't kill those. They only killed the ones that didn't admit it. So I'm wondering what the hell did they do with the ones that they didn't kill them? I guess they just ostracized them or something. <laughs> didn't they talk to them anymore? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm a witch. I'm like, okay, just get out. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I... I guess I never really, I've never really dug that deep into it in general anyway, but I have always wondered. I've also wondered, I don't know how true this is, but is it possible that, you know, 
you know, interesting segue. Is it possible that some of the misfortune that may have called has been coming upon uh, your city currently? Is it possible that it's because has anything to do with the volcano underneath the Coliseum? I haven't heard about a volcano underneath us. Is there a volcano? <clears throat> Hold on. You got your phone out. Do your Googles. Oh, Jesus. I know that uh, Mississippi's on a giant fault line. If there was ever like an earthquake, we just, we're just, we're just dead. <laughs> I can uh, tell you a story while I'm looking this up. Uh, so a while back, they were doing some work on, um, I can't remember if it was High Street or, this is back in the 80s, High Street or uh, Fortification Street, uh, but they were digging and putting some line down, and uh, they found these barrels of, like, Agent Orange that had been stored under there since, like, what the fuck? War or Vietnam era. They just, and they just forgot about them. I guess, like, they were stashing barrels everywhere all over the U.S., so they had to, like, stop, but it took, like, two or three weeks for somebody to come in and move that shit. Yeah. Think, about, think about how crazy that is. It's bananas. Okay, I see it. Jackson Volcano is an extinct volcano. 3,000 yeah. feet. No, that's just where the the uh, aliens come out. Uh, bruh. Like, I remember you being... You see that video of uh, a volcano, like an active volcano, like a year ago? Yes. And this uh, light just went straight down. They said it was a meteor, but it went straight down into the fucking volcano. I didn't see that. But I'd say interest, interestingly... Uh, Interesting. <laughs> I mean, like, I think I could probably send it to you. Uh, but yeah, that they tried to say it was a meteor, but like it, it was coming in at an angle, <clears throat> and then it went straight down. I've never seen a, a comet or meteor do that shit. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I they just apparently saw a bizarre, wild ass meteor fall over in Europe somewhere, like two weeks ago or something like that. There's yeah. like everybody got their own video. It was just flying through the sky. We also, today, as of today, when this was recorded, we shot a fucking asteroid with a projectile with a space. We like shot a space thing at a asteroid to hit it to see if we could change its trajectory. That happened. That happened today. I'm not sure if they've got any results, but I saw some crazy camera footage. I don't know if it was real. I'm definitely very gullible, so it might have been real. And it might not have been real, but the camera footage was literally it had it to where it looked like it was attached to this thing. And you just watch it fly straight into the asteroid when you lose this connection. I don't know if it was real or not, but if it was real, that is insane. That is crazy. Yeah, it's buck wild. But look, I, think I found this video. I almost sent it to you, but we can. Uh, yeah, this is actually UFOs coming out of a volcano, which is even more weird but yeah i mean you know jackson's been having like a lot of troubles lately with all the water and shit but it's kind of funny because you know i go on reddit and everybody's like what are we gonna do about jackson they don't have any water it's all uh coming out poo colored i'm like that's literally not happened to most of jackson yeah like, like it's been this way forever and it's kind of fun it's funny and not funny because like the red cross was here and the national guard was here giving out water and then literally like two weeks later, it's back to what we were doing beforehand. Yeah. Like nobody's fighting over the water. We just 
keep on doing it. Like I don't cook in it I, or drink it or anything. I get those big giant five gallon uh, jugs of water from Lowe's. Yeah. But uh, I bathe in it. I mean, yeah, I mean, it seems like it's hard to really have much of a choice. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's clear. It doesn't smell. I'm sure you know, it's still got lead in it and all kind of other crap, but, but yeah. Yeah, it's interesting to me because, uh, you know, and they were saying, you know, and you hear all kinds of different stuff. And there was, of course, that one video that was going around kind of made me think about what you were talking about. Was this video, yeah. this is my friend or this is somebody I'm friends with in Jackson, Mississippi. Or this is my water in Jackson, Mississippi right now. Yeah. I just turn it on and it's like, it's like just shit water coming out of their uh, faucet for like. I believe that did happen in some areas, but everybody that I know where I work, uh, a lot of people that actually live in Jackson and. None of their all their stuff's fine, but I'm sure that there are some pretty pretty bad literal shit going on in their water. Yeah, like it just makes me. It also makes me wonder, like, what side of Jackson is it that has the shittiest water? Like, I'm sure Fondren finds a way. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of Fondren adjacent, so yeah. Um, yeah that's, a, that's another funny thing is they were working on. Now they're working on the road I live on. I'm like I'm saying, which one that is? But uh, that's been bad <laughs> since I've been way before I moved in here, which is like two years ago. Um, but just on the other side of me, so the, the road I live on off of is, is you know, kind of bad, but just on the other side of me is where all the rich people live. And there was a pothole, like right in front of this big ass, like half a million dollar house. It was filled in the next day. <laughs> of course. So it's would. like, yeah, it's like, so who are y'all prioritizing here? Like, yeah. I think I have an idea and I think it's bullshit, but. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think that you stand alone in that idea. That is for sure. Because, yes. yo, this shit really do look like fucking aliens coming out of a volcano. It's like, what the fuck is that? But I couldn't find the one of the one going in it, but maybe I can find it later and send it to you. But. Yo, it dead ass looks like something just came out of there and just dipped out. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like, there's two places we don't really go fuck around and go inside of uh, volcanoes and the deepest parts of the ocean. Because you, you also see them like coming out of the ocean and shit or going into the ocean. Yeah. So that makes sense, but I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I turned this into a, a conspiracy show now. Oh, dude, listen. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, I've talked about this at work several times, but I, and I did, I believe I talked about this on the radio. I know I talked about it on uh toxic one night, but I think I talked about it on the podcast as well. I might have just talked about it on the podcast. I'm not sure. doesn't matter. The, uh, my, my Pacific rim theory. Yeah. Or, you know, my loose strand of thoughts about, you know, the center of the earth. I mean, I really, I really wouldn't doubt that at all. That there's like some kind of like, okay, there's several different things. I, they have like the theory, speaking of the Nazis, that Hitler and all of them, like on the, the South Pole, was like, that's where it is that you can go to to get to the center of the earth. Yeah. Because people already, there's conspiracies about how it's like, uh, you know, normal people aren't allowed there. Like you have to have right. like very special access. It's a neutral zone, like all this other stuff. And it's like, uh, so that leaves plenty of room for like, oh, I wonder why. Maybe it's because the gate to hell is sealed at the <laughs> South Pole or some shit like that. And it's like, uh, but I also think there's a back door, and the back door is in between California 
and the other, I guess it would be uh, Japan and China and all that other stuff over yeah. in that direction. Like just for the sake of uh, like these guys also were the ones that pretty much come up with all these crazy tales about like Godzilla and shit and mechs, yeah. and, like giant. What do they call them? They call them something. That I don't know. Oh my gosh! They call them some amugas or something. It's not amugas. It's just. Uh, yeah, I've heard the word before. I, there's I there's a name for those things like Godzilla and you know Mothra and whatever. Yeah. And I, it, it'll come to me eventually. Their but, name is Run. <laughs> but uh, Run. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Damn! But no, so. Hi, no, I almost said a haiku. <laughs> kaiju, kaiju, maybe. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Kaiju. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I had to know. I had to remember because, I, like I, I said, only know we, that because I saw Pacific Rim when it came out. Yeah. And it's like supposedly those movies are supposed to cross over the Godzilla movies and the Pacific Rim movies. I believe it. That shit would be crazy. But the thing is, is like it seems like the stuff that's happening in Pacific Rim is so far in the future. That yeah. like you know, unless it's like one of those scenarios where they're like we we are creating the you know it had to be like a prequel to the Pacific Rim movies. Yeah, I digress. Um, but yeah, Jackson's fun. You should come up here and live. No, okay. <laughs> no, you know, I have a love hate relationship because I was born here, but um, I definitely yeah. don't want to die here. But um, it's it's not a bad town. It's got good people in it. Man. It's got, a bunch of corruption. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it sucks, dude. It sucks. Well, not, it, the scenario sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's like, it seems like politicians on both sides are kind of shitty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, in Jackson. And that sucks the most. For the whole state, too. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And that makes it even worse because yeah. the, the rest of the uh, the state politicians are right up there as well. And it's like it just lets them sit there in their, you know, their, you know, hunky dory. Like I just think of like the governor's mansion or like wherever the capital and stuff. And I'm just like yep. these losers, these swarmy rich fuckers are just like hanging out in there, like, Meh. like. Well, they're, they're letting Jackson burn so that at some point they can come in and quote end quote fix everything and be the saviors. Uh, of course. And, uh, I think we're getting pretty close to that because I think even Tater tried to do that. They were threatening to take over. I know they threatened to take over the airport a year or two back, and you know we didn't let them do that. Then they now they're threatening to take over like either the public works or something like that. Yeah, you know to save Jackson. So what 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 is it that they would take over the airport? What was there something they, wrong? Well, there? at that point. So the airport a couple of years back, like a couple of airlines had left, uh, Southwest left. They're back now, but um, um, I guess they just wanted to take it over and make it bigger, like bring more airlines in, more flights, make Jackson a hub, you know? Sure, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, but it's totally under the authority of um, city of Jackson. So I'm not real sure how they what deal they struck or whatever, but uh, we ended up keeping control of the airport. But now Southwest is back and it's, it's, it's looking better. So That's good. I've been in that airport, but I've never... Uh, I'm sorry. Actually, 
shit. When I came back, you know, blew across the country and my mom passed. When I came back, yeah. I came to Jackson. Yeah. But dude, I was I was sauced up when I got there. Was, it's okay. I mean, last time I left the one on an aeroplane, uh, I, I went out of Nola. So I haven't been like into the Jackson. I mean, I picked up my uh, stepmother there the other day, but I didn't actually go inside. Right. So. Yeah. Well, I been, went to the airport. I said we did that. I left out of here. There's one here, and it was a very small airplane, very small airport, and yeah. landed in Houston. And the Houston airport is massive. Yes, I'm in there. It was life altering. Culture shock. It's been a long time since I've been around that many people that weren't like Mississippi people. <laughs> and it was just big and different and evolved and stuff like that. And then well, uh, I was I was one of the last few people to um fly into the old New Orleans airport. This is back in 2019. Oh wow. And like the the next couple of days later they switched it to the new airport. Oh they man. Did. It's in Kidder. That's badass. Yeah. But uh, it's crazy. Because like, they were just still fully functioning. You know, they had to like shut down and move all that shit within like a day or so, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. It's not, it's not like you can shut down for a couple of weeks to, <laughs> to switch over because you've got planes and shit flying. Yeah, what an interesting scenario. <laughs> and also, not to mention, you have to tell all of your employees, all right, you work over here now. Yeah. <laughs> Godspeed. Can I I take a five second break? I gotta. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, one second. See it a lot. Jackson, uh, Jackson's, you know, I don't know. I I love it and I hate it. I've lived here. So I was born here and then I, when I was 13, I moved to Hattiesburg. Then I was like 20, I moved back. And then in uh, 2012, I moved back to Hattiesburg for school. And then, then I came back here in like 2014. Okay, that makes I keep, sense. I keep bouncing back like a little ball. So yeah, I see. For me, like I lived uh, in Jackson or in the area a couple of times. I lived in Ridgeland twice, and I lived in Flowood when I was really young. Uh, but we also used to be up and back and forth from up there like all the time playing music and stuff. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I back then I loved. You know, I thought Jackson was cool. It was cool. I had friends there. I still have friends that live there, but like I could not even like for the longest time when my brother was living up there still before he moved to Chicago, yeah. like he, it was every six or seven months. Like he'd be hitting me up like, dude, y'all just need to move up here. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like, y'all just need to move up here. And I'm, I'm so glad also cause he moved, but like, I'm so glad that we, ended up taking that which honestly like we moved out here we moved out here mainly because of the fact that uh you know my wife's family lives out here right <laughs> so it's like if we were going to move away we would just stay in macomb if we were you know <laughs> going to move to jackson because right. like it, it was a huge plus that we had a kid we were moving because we were having a kid yeah in all honesty me personally as i've spoke about plenty of times I got a lot of uh, like a lot of demons that live in Macomb, <laughs> you know, yeah, like just, you. just like inner shit, like not necessarily like uh, fucking with my head kind of stuff, but like I I don't know, like it's anything I want, you know, anything I need, any kind of yeah. experience I want to have, any kind of feeling I want to have. No, I know I'll, how tell to get it. I'll tell you, man. When I was uh, in Hattiesburg, the 
first time, um, you know, right about 18, 19, I was hanging out with the wrong people, yeah. uh, you know, doing the wrong shit. If I would have stayed there, I would have ended up in jail. Yeah. But, um, you know, luckily my brother came and uh, got me and brought me back up here. But I think about that sometimes, like what would happen if I just would have stayed there? And I don't think uh, anything good would have happened. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of scenarios in, in life in general where, where it's like, you know, I think it worked out because it's like it'd be different if like I was just like, you know, really doing rough in life currently. Right. You know, because then you spend. But I mean, I'm not saying that like I I didn't just win a lottery or anything, but <laughs> I have done decent for myself where yeah. you know I'm at right now, and I just think to myself, I'm like, you know, this could have gone a lot differently. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, but I, fortunately for me, I don't have too many of those thoughts where I'm like, man, I really should have just done something different there because you know, there's enough things that have happened in the past five years of my life, six years seven years it's like me and my wife and my kids like all oh, this never would have happened none of this would have ever happened right. chances are it would have been like a less uh you know uh serving uh right. you know uh experience in life or you know maybe something else good would have happened but i'm certainly grateful that i didn't have to take a chance on figuring any of that out right any more of them it worked out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i uh i used to used to do some a lot of partying in jackson though like we, yeah. I, I would go one night. I'll go one night. It would, be, I would be all the way out somewhere in Madison and someone's three story home that I don't know, or on the reservoir yeah. in somebody's parents' second house or some shit like right. that. And the very next night, I would be north side, just fucking, you know, watching people, looking at people's pit bulls that they're raising in their backyard <laughs> and just fucking drinking 40s. It was crazy. And this was like, you know, when I lived up there as working at Buffalo Wild Wings, I was an adult. I wasn't 21, but I was an adult, if that makes sense. Responsible yeah. for myself. <laughs> but I mean, Jackson's weird. It's weird like that, though, like especially where I live. I live, there's rich people on the left of me, and then there's poor people on the right of me and i'm still i'm still fairly poor but i'm in a lot better shape than i was i'm doing a lot better now but sure it's just kind of crazy like the house i live in is probably you could buy it you'd be considered like lower to, to middle class or you know it's a nice house but you know sure but then you go literally to a street over and there's houses for sale around me and I, just for shits and giggles i looked them up the other day and the one that i passed you know, within like three blocks of my house, they're selling it for six hundred thousand dollars. Jesus like, Christ! And yeah, there's all kind of houses for sale, and they're like five hundred, six hundred. I mean, it's it's crazy. Something that's interesting about that area, just because my brother used to live over there too, and we've you know spent time over there, like the little neighborhoods outside of Bond. It's like yeah. you're really only two or three streets away from a completely different scenario. Yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah, that's yeah. a little dramatic, but still, you know, in you know, in a sense, it's, it's like you're only a few blocks away from like one scenario or the other, which is yeah. weird. I don't feel like that's always that common. But yeah, you talk about partying earlier. You know, the weird thing about up here is like the there's more clubs here than in Hattiesburg, but Hattiesburg generally has better music. Yeah, I mean, there's always exceptions to the rule, but there's always I've always found you know great bands i guess because partly because it's a college town maybe i th i um, blame it a hundred percent on that yeah i mean jackson should be a college town because we got like um you know Millsaps and uh 
Bell Haven and all that kind of crap around here. But there's just not a it's not a big it's not as big of a music scene as Hattiesburg. I mean, it's decent, but it's, it's a, it should be a lot bigger being the capital city. You know, easy easy for me to say, but my my assumption would just also it would have to be just based off the fact that it's not as it doesn't seem as if it's as safe. Yeah, I mean that's that's probably part of it. I've had um, I've had a lot of people. I've had a lot of people, including my brother, but this was you know three plus years ago. Uh, and I have friends that would be offended by me saying that, but it's like I just want to be like, look, guys, y- y'all live there, so like it just seems like it's not that bad. It's like, but it's seems like the rest of us that crime is pretty fucking bad in Jackson. Like, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of murders that happen, and uh, where I live. Um, there's fireworks every night, only it's not fireworks. Um, right. You just kind of tune it out, really. It's, it's kind of weird, but as you hear about crime happening, like, uh, maybe a year ago, about five streets uh, west of me, uh, this uh, nurse had just uh, gotten a job, I guess, at Baptist or somewhere, and um, had moved in across the street from her aunt. And the every time the wind blows here, the power goes out. So the power had gone out and she was putting her makeup on in her car like nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And the guy just comes up, shoots her, kills her, steals her car. Golly. Dude. I mean, you hear about shit like that all the time, but I always carry a Roscoe on me, you know, yeah. wherever I go. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. I mean, they can jump on you. Yeah. It's not like you're trained to predict five seconds in the future. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a John Wick. <laughs> I, I, you know, with stuff like that too, though, and this is the thing that something scary to me, not exclusive to Jackson at all, but something that's just scary to me when it comes to stuff like that is I'm like, you know, dude, you could have just stole my car. You know what I'm right. saying? You could have just took my car. I would have not even put up a fight. I'd be like, yo, you got a gun, dude. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Don't. I have insurance, so Yeah. Take it. I have a, a kid. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like I have a fucking home and a life that I, I breathe. Just don't fucking shoot me. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not, that is so unnecessary. And then the fact that people just be shooting motherfuckers, dude. Yeah. I mean, and there was a, earlier this year, like um, February, March, kind of, there was um, a bunch of carjackings going on in Bellhaven specifically. And one of our main um, anchor ladies for a new station here, she, uh, Sunday, she had just gotten out of a study school. She had her, husband and her kid or two kids in the car and they got carjacked oh my god like right outside the church and um yeah it's crazy did anybody get shot no thankfully that's, but i mean it just kind of traumatized especially the kids i mean yeah no that's horrible i just that yeah. that's why i was like um, i was holding my breath hoping that nobody got shot in that scenario thankfully yeah it was it could happen to anybody yeah, and that's it's not worth the risk. <laughs> and I was that's where I was kind of yeah, going. Not. That's where I was go, kind of going with like I mean, the, a lot of those colleges in Jackson are not cheap. <laughs> you know, oh, no. like uh, I was, you know, I graduated from MC, also not cheap, um, yeah. but it was cheaper than um, Bellhaven or Millsaps. Millsaps for undergrad is twelve five a semester, twelve thousand five hundred dollars a semester. That's a lot of money, bro. So shit ton. That and then is was like ten, and then MC was like seventy five hundred. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna go to MC. 
And I feel like those schools are damn near like schools. You probably have to have like, don't matter how much money you have, you got to have like a perfect GPA. And, you know, like these are probably not your average kids that are prepared to deal with uh, going out and enjoying night. They have to go somewhere very safe, <laughs> you know, yeah, if they go that, out. Yeah. yeah. I met a girl the other day and she just moved here from Chicago. And I'm like, well, man, I know Chicago's got a pretty bad rap as well, but I'm just trying to tell her like, you know, here are some clubs you can go to. Here's some yeah. clubs you do not go to. <laughs> I think that Chicago is something that that's the thing. And that's kind of goes for every town and like city in the South. I feel like everything's kind of mixed, but like in Chicago, it's big enough to where it's like, you know, you're separated from, a, I'm not saying that this makes everything a okay, but like there's areas of Chicago where like, you don't, you won't even see a cop for a while yeah, because it's just like, they like, this is not the side of town where, this kind of bad shit happens. You might have somebody run to a store and like take some fucking sh- a bag of chips or something, steal a couple yeah. of beers or walk out on a tab, you know, stupid shit like that. But have you heard about uh, that rule they instituted like San Francisco? And then I think they also did it in Seattle. What's that? Uh, so if you steal something, the, the value of it is under a thousand dollars. The police don't even come. Yeah, no, I definitely heard about the, what happened what was going on in San Francisco. Yeah, so there's videos of people just going into like Walgreens, just loading up yeah, shit. Trash the bags. Workers, yeah, the workers are just standing there like, I mean, what are we going to do? Like, even if we called the cops, they wouldn't come. Exactly. And if they were going to come, it would take them three hours. Yeah. That's just craziness to me. Uh, I no, I mean, it, it's crazy to me, too. And the thing is, is like, what's weird is like, I just wonder what the, let's see, on August 6th, Walgreens announced that it, that it would be closing 200 stores in the United States. These 200 stores closures, in addition to parent company, Walgreens, Boot Alliance plan announced earlier this year to close 200 stores in the United Kingdom. I don't care. And, and they're all in uh, San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 200 stores in San Francisco, but no, that, I mean, and yeah, here, why is Walgreens, really closing stores in San Francisco. And it says announced we closed five stores in San Francisco. This was in 2021. Uh, due to organized retail uh, gangs, probably. But yeah, man, it's like watching. I mean, it, it started as like you get to practice in Walgreens and then they started just taking that shit everywhere else. Like they would yep. send like fucking 20 or 30 people into a store and just start st- – everybody's going and stealing shit all at the same time. It started – I mean, it really started heavy when they were rioting in 2020. But, like, this shit is just – apparently whatever's going on in California is, like, some next-level shit. Yeah, I thought about moving out there. I mean, I know there's a mutual friend of ours that uh, is planning on moving out there. But uh, – and I've been to San Diego before. It's really nice. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, part of it just scares me. Dude, I, yeah, I know. Dude, I've always heard that San Diego was like the nicest place in the world. I said it was oh, like it was a, nice when I was there. I was there for two weeks, but yeah, heard it's like really clean and just fucking taken care of. I don't know how true that is, but I, I've heard that. It was what I went. I had the luxury of going to LA when I was like fourteen. Look at you, Mister Hollywood. I felt like I was Mister Hollywood while I was there too. <laughs> it was awesome. Like I used to, all, up until probably about four years ago, I always had the dreams of going back and hanging out there. Now, I'm going to be honest, I don't give a fuck about California. Like, there's <laughs> nothing, I barely give a fuck about a big city, much less anything in California. I mean, they do have one advantage, uh, recreational. 
Yeah, that's lit. They, you know, they that's also, I think they also have that in Illinois too. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. Cool. I mean, oh, I know, I know they do in Colorado, and I've thought about going up there, but you know, I, I can't do snow. Like I can handle it for about three days. So if I move somewhere, it's going to be where there's not a lot of snow. Yeah, and my brother telling him like I'm not coming to visit in the winter, bro. It's not even worth it. <laughs> it's like if it's going to be because he lives in Chicago, and I'm just like, dude, it's not. I can't. I cannot do that. And if not the cold, if not just being cold, then driving in the cold. Oh fuck that! Yeah, mm, no thanks. I can't oh, bring. I can't. I can't bring myself to uh, enjoy that. I can't. I don't like driving on regular fucking roads, much less yeah. roads that have ice and snow on them. Yeah, I had to drive during that damn ice storm we had a couple of years ago. Luckily, I have a front wheel drive car because um, I saw I had to go to the grocery store. You know, because it was like it lasted a long time, and I was at my one of my ex's places, and uh, luckily we had power because uh, they have the underground power lines. Yeah. But my house had no power, um, but I had to drive. But I saw all these rear-wheel drive trucks, and they, they couldn't – their their back end was fishtailing so wildly because they couldn't get a grip, you know? Yeah. But it was crazy. Yeah, it is wild. That is nuts. I can't do that six months out of the year. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this is what I was going to say earlier, but, uh, like, something that used to always be kind of like a, a turnoff for me about cities like uh Hattiesburg. I don't even want to say it was a turnoff, but like it was like an easy thing for me to make fun of. Yeah. It's like this is like motherland for jam bands. Yeah, there's and, a lot of jam bands. And see, mind you, I know that someone like yourself probably finds a, a great deal of value in jam bands. And I certainly them, yeah. I certainly appreciate a good old jam band more now where the vocalist yeah. ain't got his shoes on. He might have like a couple of dreads <laughs> or his hair looks like it could be dreaded and they're oh, fucking singing, you know, whatever. <laughs> do, 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 hey, do. I love me some uh, Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros for a bit. I still like some of their songs, but there you go. But yeah, they, they were always barefoot. Or was that one band? Uh, all they did was covers, but it was a choir. It's like Polyphonic Spree or something. Hey, I've heard that name before. Yeah, there's like 20 people in the band. Yeah, that's lit. <laughs> it's like y'all, y'all aren't in this for the money, are you? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I've said their name like seven thousand times and never said it right. So <laughs> like I definitely feel like I heard their name though more so when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, but they all wear like white robes, but they're all barefoot. And, yeah. That's very speaking of music though, when's your uh, next album coming up? <laughs> yeah, I really wish it was coming out today but i'm a little bit behind on the curve i've got man i got so much different random stuff that i just need to start getting and puzzling it together and i think i might actually be trying to do that now I, I told myself and i think i mentioned it on the podcast the last one with that i was gonna try to make this year be the most music i've ever put out because that yeah, way I remember, yeah i remember that yeah that way I can just be like I did it I, I put yeah. it all out I got a lot of music done and I can like not think about it and maybe Maybe I'll start playing like funk country gospel music or something. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been working on this, this uh, hip hop project for, you know, a little bit, but I've also uh, started some, um, I wrote a few punk songs and uh, I wrote a few rock songs. That's and awesome. some blues as well, but I don't know, like hip hop really, I don't know. I feel like I'm drawn more to that than the other ones, you know? Yo, I hear my little dog a squeaking. 
Oh, I can't hear it. I think she's outside. Hang on just a second. Yeah, yeah. She was right up under my seat. <laughs> I She's like, hey, man, I got to pee. I, I guess she doesn't, though. She didn't, she didn't seem to want to go outside. She's just staring at me. She's not really my dog. She's actually my wife's dog that lives with my mother-in-law, but happens to be staying with me because my wife's grandmother's in the hospital. Oh, so, <laughs> it's one of those kind of things. But I, I, she's just staring at me, whining about. Now, what was, she wants to be on the podcast. What was, what was the last thing that you said? I was just saying that we need – I'm going to try to put out a mixtape, and then you need to put some songs on there. Yes. And then oh, maybe yes. we can get – Parker yeah, to put a song or two on there. Yeah, I think that I think that'd be a great idea. Uh, yes. uh, I'm definitely down, and I definitely want to work on some uh, some of this. You, every, everything you sent me, by the way, and I know I always like never reply because I'm just a piece of shit that never replies ever. Man, you're busy. I'm busy too, <laughs> dude. I'm telling one of my biggest insecurities is the fact that I don't ever uh, read my Instagram messages. Because yeah. I've got so many people that hit me up, and I'm not saying this in a like in any kind of boastful way. Like I know most of these people, none of them want anything from me. They're just messaging to have a conversation and talk, like you know, because they're people I know. And I feel so guilty because I don't message because I don't ever message anybody back. <laughs> it is like yeah. one of my biggest uh, insecurities, if I must be honest. But you know, some people say that I've always been that way, so. <laughs> well, I, I yeah, I picked out a beat recently, and I've been writing some lyrics. But um, uh, I'm gonna try to get at least one song done by tomorrow, and I'll uh, send it to you and, and let you critique it. Dude, absolutely, you should. And uh, send me some stuff with some open verses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them uh, is about three and a half minutes long, and like the last minute and twenty seconds, I was gonna see if you wanted to jump on the end. Hey. Just let me know. I always, it's so much easier for me to get and put my, my writing cap on whenever I uh, have a mission. Yeah. Uh, especially these days. <laughs> but uh, it's no. tough. I mean, you got to like kind of summon the muse these days. You know, it used to for me, anyway, music would come easier. Right. But uh, I find when I pick up a guitar or something, though, that it kind of like gets rekindled. Oh man, I love the honestly one of my favorite things that I find myself doing is for about like eight and a half minutes. I'll pick up my guitar in the back room mm-hmm. and I'll g- run through all of the riffs. Like you, you got a handful of riffs that are like your go tos, and I'll yes. run, I'll run Walmart. through all of those riffs a couple of times and then I'm done. <laughs> and that's <laughs> it. I'm like, oh, that was great. I enjoyed that. That was fun. I do the same. I just call it my warm up and then. It's it's kind of weird. Like I've always I uh, listen to a wide variety of things, mostly alternative and mostly hip hop though. Right. But but when I pick up like my electric guitar, it's I'll do the rock warm ups, but then it's always back to the blues. Yeah, that's awesome. So, but I like that Texas style blues, like uh, Steve Ray Vaughan and um, even like the White Stripes in their earlier days. Right. I would consider them kind of blues rock. Yeah, my brother was uh his his name's Steven, but they named him Steven because uh so they could call him Stevie. Yeah. After old Stevie Ray Vaughan. <laughs> I uh Stevie Ray Vaughan was a, a staple in my household growing oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's excellent. I doubt we'll see another one like him in our lifetime. I, I don't. And I think 
kind of like anything else. If we did, we wouldn't know. Right. I mean, because, well, the main reason I say that is that there are some very good technical guitar players, but he was very technical, but it was like his soul was coming out through the guitar. Yeah. It was like an extension of his body. Yeah. And his body was doing some crazy shit. Yeah. You just don't see that shit hardly anymore. Yeah. It's definitely very bizarre. Stevie Ray Vaughan was definitely a one of a kind. Undeniable, yeah, dude. Seriously, that we need to uh, we need to work on some music. We should talk, uh, old Parker into it too. Get a few musketeers. Old Parker, he's a hard worker. He is. He is a he's hard. He's come up here and done some shows. Yeah, come up with uh, a friend of mine that um does um shows. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I've seen. I definitely have seen his name on a couple of flyers for sure. but uh yeah man i think we're gonna go ahead and try to wrap this up Uh, all right uh you know i i appreciate you coming on here i i definitely mention you pretty frequently whether it be on here or on toxic but thank you sir it's nice to actually have you be able to kind of cross over so people uh that handful of people that pay attention to the things i say can actually hear you uh (laughs) give it a go as well uh you have you have uh other things are your shows active right now so, yeah, I have the Clark Wayne show. It plays every Friday at uh, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. But it, it kind of mixes. I'll play um, some, most of the time I'll play an, a whole album from a band that maybe you haven't heard in a while or never heard of. Right. But then I'll also do like a curated playlist here and there. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, uh, I guess about it. I mean, I, we got some other shows off there, but that, that's the only show I have right now. I'm I'm gonna do a show called Questionable Content. Um, it's basically you know music from people who are just complete dicks and bad people <laughs> like um, R. Kelly, Chris Brown. You know he's a wife beater. Yeah. Um, you know, and I've been trying to like decide whether or not I actually want to put it out. I mean, what do you think? I. I think it's great. I think it's a great idea. I think that you need to have R. Kelly and uh, Ted Nugent in the same episode. Yes, and then, and <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's going to be no shortage of musicians to put on there. I hate to say, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, the question is, do you do you go into any detail? Do you explain anything about why these people are pieces yeah. of shit? Yeah, I will. Oh, see, that makes it even better. It, it, even if it's just a two minute or just a little tidbit of like, hey, did you know that in blah, 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 1947, Ted Nugent pissed his pants and shit on a dog, you know, or something? Jeez. Well, the first uh, group I'm doing, um, they, uh, it's a, like a two person punk band, and they were 2017, they were going to release their second album the day before a young lady accused uh, the guy of sexual assault. Oh my and, god! Yeah, so that CD that was going to be coming out the next day, it was going to be streaming everywhere. Uh, Apple pulled it, Amazon pulled it, all the streaming services took it off. You couldn't buy physical copies of the CD. They lost their management and their record deal, and all this stuff. And now it's kind of coming out that maybe they didn't actually do it. Oh my god! And I'm like, you, you still can't stream them anywhere. I like bought a used copy off of eBay. It's the only reason I have it. Jesus Christ. How yeah. rare, though. <laughs> I know. I was like, that kind of sucks. I mean, I mean, even if, so I'm like, I'm going to put them on there because even if there's a slightest chance they did do it, then they can be on there. 
But uh, it would kind of suck if, like, it was fake. Yeah. He just royally fucked up two people's lives. Yeah, it's, that, that's, I mean, totally ruined, crushed their dreams and ambition. Yeah, and it was uh, uh, several, like, Rolling Stones called them the next uh, big punk band. Golly, what a travesty. If it is indeed innocent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, I, I can't tell either way. So I'm just going to put them on there. Yeah, YOLO. How it goes. I believe yeah. I can, I believe I can fly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, I love that song. And it kind of sucks. <laughs> like, I'll sing it to myself, you know, just come out one day. And I'm like, damn, he's such a fucking dick. Yeah, people can't really like, say nothing, bro. The remix to Ignition song. It's that remix to Fantastic. But this, but then you gotta think this motherfucker would uh leave his studio and go to a fucking high school and wait outside for the girls to come out. Fucking sick, dude. And then if you see a cute girl, you know, 15, 16, 14, whatever, he would say, Oh, uh, you look like you could sing. You wanna come uh be a star with me, you know? I'm Mar- I'm Mark Kelly. Yeah, and then then, and everybody fucking knew he was doing it, and nobody stopped it. Right, just like probably a million other people. Yeah, R. Kelly just got caught. He got caught bunches of times. Yeah, I know. And you know, <laughs> like in two thousand and eight or whatever, or whatever it was that first video that uh, somebody sent in. I'm gonna piss on you. Yeah, like I think it was that one. Uh, so I didn't watch it, but I heard a friend of mine that got it off LimeWire or whatever, that his face is in the video handing her money and then they start, like, doing it. And Jesus I'm like, Christ. first of all, the balls on this guy, like, to film his face. Yeah. Committing uh, whatever, pedophilia. Or whatever. Yeah, and how does anybody else get their hands on that? <laughs> I don't know. But like, how, how do you let, if you're going to do something so heinous, why would anybody else ever have that cassette tape? Right. So I don't know how it got out, man. Maybe somebody stole it, but still, like, I don't know. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's crazy. But yes, I've enjoyed being on your show. I listen to it as much as I can. It's a great show. <laughs> I'm glad you think so, man. And I definitely appreciate you being here. It's a, it's a 101. 101, baby. I, I can't think of any any really deep thing to say but it is 101 <laughs> i feel like i should it's be able to, i should have some proverb well it is the beginning of the next hundred uh episodes yes 100 episodes to be embraced like i said if this is your first time listening go back and listen to all the other episodes share them with your friends please do and you can listen to it the new tuesdays at 7 p.m I can't believe that we made the entire episode didn't even mention that. I literally always want to make the episode.